just want to give a shout out to two of my main influences for this broadcast, Howard Stern and Donald Trump. Thank you for all you've done. Oh, House of Wine. Mm. Solomon said in Songs 2-4. Say that, Sally, down by the seashore. <laughs> Even the kids look confused. <laughs> what the heck is going on around here? This guy is weird. Listen, when you are so intoxicated on the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ all the time like me, They'll call you every name in the book, and some they'll make stuff up calling you names. They do every day me for 11 years of full-time ministry. I could care less. I'm drunk on the Holy Ghost. We're so filled with the blood of Jesus and the blood, fire, and billows of smoke of refiner's fire and launderer's soap and everything that the sacrifice of the Lamb of God that takes away all the sin in the world has done to us that we don't care about anything else. We're the type of Christians that stopped caring because we got so crucified with Christ that we actually literally no longer live the life we now live. We actually live by faith in the Son of God, not by sight in what our human nature can do. So we're not carnal Christians, we're not goats, and we're certainly not foolish virgins. Although we are wise virgins and although we are sheep, and we are the wheat. <laughs> but there's some workers in the wheat field, y'all, that think that they're really, really good people. I don't know if you ever met them. They're called Christians. All of them. Because everyone comes out of pride. No one's exempt. Not me, not anyone. The human nature is pure pride of what you can do as a human being in your own abilities, in your own brain, in your own mind, in your own energy. But that's purely what he died for. That is why he died on the cross to remove your human nature. To remove your human abilities. And it's so hard when you love your human abilities. It's like, I don't want to sacrifice them. I'm not giving those up to God. I'm going to hold on to that because I'm good at singing and playing the piano and painting pictures real good. <laughs> you know, that's why the more educated you are in the human nature, the harder your heart is towards Jesus Christ. Jesus said the same thing in the Gospels. Those who say they're healthy have no need for a doctor. You think you're right in your own brains, but you couldn't be more dead wrong in sin. <laughs> you are so desperate in need for a savior, all you nations, tribes, and tongues, all of you wealthy Americans and poor Americans and middle class Americans and rich Americans, because we're mainly reaching Americans for 11 years of U.S. missions. And it's the real deal. It is the real deal. Dealing with the idolatry. Dealing with the heart roots. The roots of all evil. The love of Jesus. Oh my God, no, the love of money. Do Americans deal with the love of money? I mean, I've been doing this thing for so long with so many hundreds of thousands of people, I've never seen a human being that didn't deal with it. And they're like, just talk about anything spiritual, don't talk about money, because we're so spiritual. And it's like, you know, you're just so demon-possessed. You gotta deal with the heart. You have to deal with the root system of your heart so, so that the tree of life can grow up in you. And so you won't be 
an idolater your whole life and just waste your days on meaningless, meaningless chasing after the wind. So God loves you so perfectly, America. He loves you so much, all 50 states, that He'll tell you the truth, even though it's harsh, even though it seems mean. He disciplines those He loves, and He's discipling all 50 states of the Union this season perfectly. It's true. We try to use comedy to lighten it up so we can get in your hearts and then just blow you up with the blood of Jesus like Jehovah Sneaky, creeping while you're sleeping. But we know exactly what we're doing. Sent from God, apostles to the USA, with a special message for America. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Rend your hearts and not your garments. Stop being external Christians and start being internal Christians. God will deal with your Sodom Rebellion, Christians. Don't point the finger at Las Vegas and the prostitutes and the drug dealers and, you know, the clubbers and the sexually immoral. I mean, like, my God. We've been doing this thing by the hundreds of thousands. The Christians are the biggest hypocrites in the whole world. They're full of secret sin. I mean, they tell me all their stuff because they know I'm not going to spread lies about them. I'm not going to use anything they ever tell me against them because I could care less. I'll just wash it in the blood of Jesus like a real priest should. But the sexual immorality, the drug abuse, the sin amongst God's people is equal to the sin of the world. The divorce rate is actually higher amongst Christians than it is non-Christians in the USA right now. Because we're religious. And because we haven't rent our hearts, we've only rent our garments. We've tried to look all Christian on the outside, but we've left our hearts. Like, where's the circumcision? Where's the roots of David? When I deal with Christians, almost always I deal with the roots of all evil, the love of money. Because they have so much in the first world nations. So much in the 50 states. Even the poorest states like Oklahoma that I've driven through. I've been everywhere in America. And Oklahoma, I mean, it was just desolate. I've never seen trailer park after trailer park. And it was that's all there was. And it was like no Wi-Fi. There was like no cell phone connections. It was like third world. But if I'm honest with myself, it was still better than Mexico. <laughs> Except less happy less celebrational and not as fun, more miserable because they're still in America and they should have more but they don't. It's just miserable. <laughs> Always wanting more, looking for it on the outside but never recognizing that they've made, been made full on the inside. Don't you realize that Christ entered your hearts when you believed? I mean these nations inside the USA, which is every single nation, because we are a nation of immigrants, legal immigrants, and obviously many illegal immigrants, but who cares? Seriously, I'm not here to talk about politics. You can burn that all in the lake of fire. I'm here to deal with hearts and minds. All nations belong to Jesus Christ. He's King of nations, King of kings, Lord of lords. Seriously. And God's dealing with hearts, and He's dealing with minds, and He's dealing with religion. And he's dealing with the God outside mindedness. And he's dealing with all the fake hypocrisy. And he's dealing with all the oppression from the bad pastors and bad evangelists and, and bad prophets and bad apostles. And I mean, 
You know how many people tell me they're an apostle and prophet and aren't? And have no real evidence of being a real principled prophet or a true sent one from the throne of God apostle? They've never even seen Jesus in the flesh. You're only an apostle if you've seen Jesus in the flesh, like Paul or Peter, James, and John. Have you been sent from God? You're not an apostle. All these people want to be something great in Christianity, but they haven't had the experience. They're simply in it to make money. And I say all because I'm dealing with the whore of Babylon and everyone in it. Everything that's a member of the whore of Babylon, which is the carnal church in America, which is so many millions. And the sheep and the goats have been in the same buildings. And Jesus Christ told you that would happen in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that the wheat and the tares would grow up together, the wise and the foolish would be right alongside each other, and the wise, they've learned to love. They love the foolish, they just know that they don't even rely on the oil like I do. They don't follow the Holy Ghost, they follow money. And that was really the distinguishing mark between wise and foolish. One followed the Holy Spirit, wise, and they entered heavenly Jerusalem and were sealed in the marriage supper of the Lamb. The foolish followed money. And do we deal with foolish? I mean, we deal with more foolish than we deal with wise. Honestly, I mean, by the hundreds of thousands, we deal with more foolish than we do wise. And it is grievous to the Holy Spirit every day of how many people have given their hearts to the love of money because they can't believe the Holy Spirit is better than anything in this world. I mean, talk about just my heart sinking every day dealing with people that just will never believe in Jesus no matter what I say to them, no matter signs, miracles, and wonders, no matter if they're healed of AIDS, no matter if they're healed of diabetes, no matter if they're healed of every sickness and disease, they're healed of poverty that is going straight because now they got what they want from God and they're not going to serve Him. They just wanted something so they can have a good life for themselves. And it's like, what do you even do? It's like Noah being a zookeeper down here and they're a bunch of animals. And you gotta love them because you, there's zero hate in Jesus Christ. It's just pure love, pure truth. And this is pure love and this is pure truth, so please don't let me be misunderstood. Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Dang, 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 dang. Amen. Because the Lord is the most misunderstood person. By far. Because He's spirit. And He's not flesh. And he's not human. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1, he came in the likeness of sinful man. But he was not a sinful man. Jesus Christ was a living being. He had a human body, but it did all these supernatural things that human beings aren't capable of doing. He walked through walls. He walked on water. He told the storms to be still, and all the weather obeyed him around his head every day. He multiplied the fish and the loaves. When it was time to do something financially, he's like, go cast your fishing pole into the lake there and open the mouth of the fish and give the two drachma coins to that punk over there just to spit in his face. That's the attitude of Jesus towards money. Let Satan control my pocketbooks while I'm doing this three-year ministry because I know I'm out of here. And he let Judas Iscariot run his treasury. 
and he'd steal from it every day, you know. He'd be sending it to his family and friends. They'd be driving around in their cam camel model Lamborghinis. Where'd you get that? Judas's mom? Shh. Shh. Cheers, anyhow. <laughs> These people are thieves because they don't believe in Jesus. So they only trust what their five physical senses can experience. They're called animals. Darwin was right about them. The Bible clearly says that the animal mind is beast 666. Beast, that's just religious terminology for animal. Like Noah's Ark, animal. <laughs> like Adam called zookeeper, animal. Was he just, you know, out there combing the horse's hairs, you know, petting the lions? Or was he dealing with the Neanderthals and the pre-Adamic civilizations that existed outside of Eden as a zookeeper over the animals of Satan and his angels? Yeah, there was some of that going on too. But we're not even going to go there into that mystical stuff, that book of Enoch stuff, and that book of Jasher stuff. And You might want to say that's extra biblical, but there's certainly a reference to some really crazy stuff in the book of Genesis. <laughs> It is out there, man. God told me you can't even exaggerate how bad things were in the days of Noah. You can't even exaggerate the things they were doing with the fallen angels and with the giants and the Nephilim and whew, human sacrifice and eating humans and all kinds of stuff and just messing around like Nazi scientists messing around with DNA messing around with changing DNA in the animals and in vegetation and in the humans. The fallen angels have messed with human DNA big, big time, bigly, bigly. The fallen angels, their main goal was to so corrupt the human bloodlines that they would be slaves like animals to Satan and his angels forever, but Jesus Christ saved us from all the works of Satan and his angels as it's written. Satan and his angels were defeated on the cross so that we don't have to walk around like Neanderthals here, you know, building bricks so that the one percenters on the top of the seven mountains can take our 40% taxes in the USA. <gasps> so that the Rothschild banking system can't enslave the nations in the USA <laughs> so that the Freemasons can't enslave us with Egyptian slavery in the USA and the Jesuit sorcerers of religion of the Vatican can't enslave us in the USA and we're serious about this because I've had to deal with it my whole life and if you're honest with yourself you have too you grew up in Babylon the Great friend and you are one who comes out of the Great Tribulation. That's a fact. Some people might not come out of the Great Tribulation. I've had so many friends die. I mean, just more than I can even remember or even want to remember. Even to this day. Hanging out with old college friends last night. Drinking an N.A. beer. You know, just talking about all the hell we've gone through to make it through the valley of the shadow of death and some of my closest friends are making it 
We've been through hell. Addicted to speedballs, addicted to heroin. I mean, just the worst. Talking about when we used to drive blacked out every night of so much alcohol, 60 miles an hour through downtown Minneapolis, not stopping for anything, just waking up in parks, not even knowing where we are, never getting busted. Great grace. I mean, we're like the wildlings north of the wall. That's our tribe. It's true. We're the craziest people you ever meet in your whole life. And we made it, man. Like, we're sitting around, all these ex-heroin addicts, ex-people just come through hell. And we're just, we're all married now, and some of us have kids. It was like a re reunion last night at Club Jaeger. And it was like, man, just miraculous how God brought us through the valley of the shadow of death doesn't make any sense. And that's why we believe so strongly. We've literally been through everything. I mean, there's no possible way to go through more than what we've gone through. This 1981 squadron of Joel's army, this early 80s tribe of leadership of Joel's army, there's no possible way to go through more than what we've gone through in the world and still be alive. And many of us are dead because we lived so extreme. Some died young, some died in their 30s, and it's just, ah, people, it's time to overcome death by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ because I'm done playing games, you know? They think we're playing a game with the frankincense, and we were, I was playing a game, it was silly. Baby Jesus huffing frankincense from the wise men. Diamond oil? Whatever, man. We don't do any of that stuff anymore, and honestly, it's nonsense. It really is nonsense. So stop messaging me about any of that crap. We're only on the blood of Jesus now. We're only on the Holy Ghost. That's the only thing that works. I've been beat up by the devil my whole life, and it's time to beat the devil up out of all the USA from sea to shining sea in the name of Jesus Christ. It's time to defeat heroin, it's time to defeat cocaine, it's time to defeat marijuana, it's time to defeat alcohol, and it's time to defeat tobacco. Stupid cigarettes are so stupid, there's so many chemicals in that. Man, it's just pure death. You're not, that's not even tobacco. Get a life. Just knock all the stupid rebellion off by the blood of Jesus Christ, and let's get real about our walk with God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's get really, really real. And it's the funnest thing every day to be real, a real disciple, a true soldier of Jesus Christ, who doesn't back down to anything wrong in this world. We just charge through it with the seven blazing torches of the Lion of the tribe of Judah and change the world, change society, take the seven mountains, drowned Babylon the Great in the Red Sea, in the blood of Jesus Christ, in the house of wine in the blood sacrifice that's so strong in our hearts, souls, minds, and bodies that we live in a red mist in the atmosphere around our souls. That's the house of wine. You live inside the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That makes you invincible in warfare. Demons can't even come near you. They won't even want to be within a city block of you. That's how we'll drive out demons out of the whole USA. That's how we'll drive out sexual morality, magic arts of religion, all this love of money and greed and hatred toward each other. 
And people learn to love one another because heaven is inside the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ our Lord. It's called the house of wine. Song of Solomon 2.4 Solomon understood that living in the blood sacrifice was heaven on earth. And it was a foreshadow of living in the blood sacrifice, in the midst of the red blood of Jesus Christ. Living, active, energized blood in the Holy Spirit blood because the Holy Spirit conceived him. That is the blood of the Holy Spirit. That is the blood of God the Father. That is the blood of Yahweh. That is the blood of God. And you can live inside the midst of that blood. That's the house of wine. That's the kingdom of heaven. That is invincible energy in warfare. And it can't be defeated. It will defeat everything and every city in the USA right now as we drowned the USA in the wine of Jesus Christ's blood sacrifice. And you watch, this isn't a sad, gruesome thing. This isn't guts and gore. This isn't murder. This isn't nasty. This is heaven. This is paradise. This is the holy angels. This is ecstasy, joy, rapture. This is great awakening. This is the removal of death and hell from society and drugs and alcohol and pharmakia from all society by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ living in that living red mist like our atmosphere. The house of wine. It is real. It is the kingdom of heaven and there is none other in Jesus' name. If you need some foundational schools for all this understanding, we have free schools, 183 MP3s and zip files for free download at redlettermin.com in our free stuff section. We're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes podcast, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook is blowing up at us. Thank you for Vice documentary, 7 million views, free advertisement. But we're still going to have to take over Vice and all the media because they're making tens of thousands of dollars off us off advertising and they haven't given me a dollar. So it's, they're really using me and exploiting me and just kind of twisting my words for marketing and it's pretty sick. But thank you for a 7 million person exposure. That would have cost us 50 grand in Facebook advertising and we got it for free. So I am thankful, but we're still going to do serious damage to the media mountain this season, taking the USA. So you can donate and help us do our Facebook advertising to all the USA at redlettermin.com and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.